0: Greetings ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the You Can Do It Too podcast by Mamba Inspired. I am Mamadou Balde, I'm your host. The purpose of this podcast is to both showcase black excellence and increase awareness of the multitude of career possibilities out there for up-and-coming black professionals. This podcast will assist in breaking stigmas, barriers and helping black students believe that they are smart enough to be future doctors engineers, educators, and entrepreneurs. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest today with us, uh, Charles. Thank you so much for giving us your time. You're welcome. Yes, sir. Would you, let's start by you telling us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay, sure. My name is uh, Charles Foster. Yes, Uh, sir. Been in the energy industry now for 25 plus years. Uh, Currently, I'm one of the global procurement managers uh for my company.
0: Yes sir. So, where did you grow up initially?
1: Um I'm from Detroit, Detroit, Michigan. Detroit. So, yes. Um my father uh who was a first generation college uh, graduate uh, in our family mm-hmm. uh, had a job where he moved around a lot. So, yes, sir. born in Detroit but uh lived quite a few places. Uh yes, sir. and then so spent I would say the majority of my time in, in Michigan and in California.
0: Yes, sir. How hard was it to to grow up
1: in Detroit? Um, you know, not so bad. I know Detroit gets a lot of uh, publicity, uh, publicity <laughs> and, and and bad press, but you know, people don't realize Detroit, fifty, sixty years ago was the center of the universe right wow. because I didn't of the because of the automotive industry, right? Okay. So the automotive industry was based in Detroit, so you still have some of the vestiges of that uh, there today. so, you know, it'd be a rough and tumble city, but uh, a good place to grow up. I would say a good Midwestern city with uh, Midwestern values.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. sir. So growing up, uh, was education an expectation for you or a privilege at home? It,
1: it was. So as I mentioned earlier, my father was the first uh, person uh, in our family mm-hmm. uh, to go to college. So uh, for me, it was an expectation. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't necessarily something that I had to uh, uh, overcome. I mean, it was something that was expected because yes, of, of, of him.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. sir. When did you start doing business? When did you know you wanted to do business in college?
1: Um, yeah, that's a, a good question. I would say I, I've always had uh, a love of travel, right? Mm-hmm. I, I've always wanted to see the world. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, international business person was always kind of something that I, uh, I, I aspired to. And so that was my, my goal early mm-hmm. on, simply just to, to see the world. Yes, sir. And so that's how I uh, I guess, got involved with business, if
0: you will. Yes, sir. You went to Howard, right? Say again? What school did you go to? No,
1: so for, for undergraduate school, yeah. I went to California State University, and then okay. for graduate school, I went to Arizona State University.
0: Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, what was that transition from coming from your neighborhood to, to college?
1: Um, it, for me, it was, wasn't too difficult. I went to a college preparatory school. Okay. So uh, it was a very intensive uh, program. Mm-hmm. So it pr- prepared me pretty well for, for college. So it um, wasn't a, a huge uh, transition. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, having lived in different parts uh, of the country just due to my, uh, my father's uh, mm-hmm. job, um, kind of helped me to be exposed to, to different people.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you grew up a little bit in Detroit mm-hmm. and then you moved away from college. Mm-hmm. Away from your parents, how how hard was it to leave the people, uh, your friends, your family to to go to college? How how much did you sacrifice?
1: Yeah, not. I mean, for me, not not too much because again, I keep hating you know pointing back to moving around a lot. I yes, think uh, when. You know, a young person moves around a lot, they're a lot more uh, Mm -hmm. flexible and able to adapt to to their surroundings. Um, I would say, you know, one thing that helps, even when I was a student, even when, you know, I moved around with my company now, uh, it's really just uh, forming a family, Mm. right? Forming a network, forming friends where you are. I think the worst thing that you can do, uh, either as a student or professional, is to isolate yourself. Uh, yes, so, so finding that, that family or community is, is important.
0: Yes, sir. So many students uh, grow up uh, in inner cities, some grow up ahead of the pack, mm-hmm. uh, knowing that they can do things that many of their friends cannot do. And they always hear their parents or their teachers telling them, oh, you're gonna be the one. Mm-hmm. You are good, you need to go to college and be great. You're gonna succeed. Mm-hmm. Then they go to college and find there are so many people like mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. Uh, who are smart, but only few look like them mm-hmm. uh, who, are, who are not African American. Mm-hmm. For those students, do you have any advice for them how to face uh, imposter syndrome, uh, mm-hmm. intimidation, and stuff like yeah.
1: that? Yeah. I mean, just go, it's attitude, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of young people feel insecure and don't feel like they belong at the table or that they should have a seat at the table, but you really have to develop that self-confidence yes, and believe that no I, I belong at this table yes sir. and uh, so a lot of it is it's it's in the mind yes sir. Um, because I don't know, i've been around uh, met a lot of people and really nobody's that much smarter than the next yes um, sir. I, I know a lot of people especially sometimes in the black community we, we think oh I'm, i don't measure up i'm not good enough but no you, you, we do measure up and so I think it's really just changing your, your attitude, changing your, your mindset.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How did you get into Exxon?
1: Um, you know, it's interesting. I was uh, actually recruited away uh, mm-hmm. from another uh, uh, oil company or energy company. Yeah. Um, I really wasn't even looking for a, a job, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, my name was out there. Uh, yes, so I was on the the West coast at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, my specialty was developing markets mm-hmm. and so you know someone at Exxon today, hey, the next time you're in in Houston, uh, yeah come in, we want to talk to you. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll talk to you. not <laughs> expecting this to be a job interview mm-hmm. but um I, I was on a, a trip and went in just to talk to uh, Exxon at mm-hmm. the time and um, yeah after what a four hour five hour discussion, I was wow. offered a job Wow. so it was like, okay, I do I want to you know <laughs> switch companies but you know, did a little uh, quick investigating and I mean Exxon now ExxonMobil, mm-hmm. you know huge global company and yes, sir. um I said yeah, I think this is a, a company that I want to to try and again, that was twenty one years ago now, and uh no regrets
0: yes, sir. As an African American in the oil and gas industry, we are a minority. Mm. How hard has it been for you to, to fit in, and can you, How hard was it to earn your uh, coworkers' respect? You? Um,
1: well, I mean, I think it's one thing about our company is its uh, performance. Everything's going on around me. I really try to keep my head to the ground and and accomplish my my goals and tasks. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I think one thing that helps is to definitely make sure that whatever you're doing, you're, you're doing your best, yes, right? Sir. So, you know, making sure that um, whatever your specialty is, make sure that you're the, the best at it and you're known for it. Yes, sir. So it's really developing, I'm sure people have heard of, of this before, th- your personal brand. So figuring out that one, you know, those two, those three things that you're good at and crafting a brand uh, around yourself so that's what you're known for yes sir. and so that's one way that you can really gain respect and the great thing about that it's not just short-term gain you know if you're known for something if, if you know this is your brand then it's going to follow you so it's going to uh, pay off dividends uh, many years down the, the line
0: yes sir yes sir many people like uh, growing up uh, we did not have uh, hands me people, we didn't have parents who were uh, rich enough to give us Mm. everything we wanted. We had everything we needed, but Mm -hmm. we also learned growing up that we needed to learn how to be independent and learn how to hustle in Mm -hmm. a way. Uh, And when we get great jobs like this, it's kind of, we are told to, we have this idea that we need to forget that and be in the professional world. How how, hard, how How can you bring what you learn at home and still use it uh, to take have an advantage over mm-hmm. everybody else?
1: Well so. I think bringing yourself to work yes sir. right so I think a lot of times people are trying to uh, maybe be something they aren't yes, or sir. trying to mold themselves after some kind of character or even person they admire but I think one way that you can really uh, Bring your best to work is to, to, to be yourself be authentic yes sir. and that's one thing that I, I try to really encourage uh, young people that I mentor yes, to, to bring yourself to, to work and unfortunately we live in a, a culture now where things are changing and people can you know bring their their true selves to work so I would say that would be key
0: yes sir yes sir. I also talk to many young people when I talk to them I feel like when you have a why Mm-hmm. It's more important than anything else you have, anything else that you are given. Right? And sometimes we think about everything that everybody else have and forget that we have the most important thing.
1: Exactly. We're, we're unique individuals, right? Yes, sir. We all have something unique to bring to the table, so why not use that?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So you, you've been uh, in, occupying so many positions, a yes. leadership position, and uh, today you are a global manager in mm-hmm. procurement. How hard was it to climb that
1: mountain? Um, hmm. How hard was it to climb that mountain? Well, I think one thing about you know, our company, you, you move into different jobs mm-hmm. uh, fairly often. Yes. So you're able to get building blocks to work up to the next job. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a mountain, but you, you climb it at a, a measured pace, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're, you know, you're racing up the mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, I think when you race up a mountain, sometimes you're not uh, as prepared as you you could be. So um, I just think performing my best at each of the the steps along the way really helped me to uh, be able to manage a a, a global group and a a fairly large portfolio.
0: Yes, sir. So do you have any experience uh, or challenges as an African-American that you face and how did you go about I didn't find that issue in fixing
1: mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes, as you stated earlier, you know, aren't, there aren't that many uh, you know, blacks in the, the energy industry as a whole. Yes, sir. And oftentimes, we're the only black face in the room. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, early on, that presented some challenges. Now, it's, it's, it's kind of, when it happens now, it's, it's normal. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that, um, you know, I find, you know, if faced with a challenge because of who I am, yes, sir. Um, I confront it. Right. So, yes, uh, for example, uh, I was once uh, overseas, and mm-hmm. you know somebody you know, innocently told an off-color joke, and you know everybody's kind of nervously laughing. Mm-hmm. You know I wasn't. So I said, No, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's not acceptable. You, you can't say that. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, you really have to you have to confront it. You you diffuse the situation, but you also are educating people. Yes, sir. Um, Because again. A lot of people just if they're not exposed to different people they may think hey I'm just telling an an innocent joke but no no it's not an innocent joke and uh, people have to be called out so I think uh, confronting things head-on but tactfully yeah it doesn't have to be ugly but just if if somebody's doing something um, or says something to you that's just you know not right or says something to somebody else that's not right you know, we need to speak up for ourselves and for others.
0: Yes, sir. Many people talk about that this industry is an industry worth being a part of. Mm. Uh, what, why do you think make this industry an industry worth being a part of? Yeah, I do. I mean, you know, a lot of
1: people think of the the energy industry, the oil and gas industry, as being oh, it's old school, not progressive. But I mean, technologically speaking, I mean, we have to be cutting edge mm-hmm. because we, I mean, we we touch the world, right? Yes, so. Sir. We have fuel technology uh, that, that powers vehicles. Uh, we have synthetic lubricants that help to you know, uh, extend engine life and drain intervals. Uh, so on the upstream side, the chemical side, the fuels and lubricant side, mm-hmm. uh, technology is, 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 is key to our, our very operation. So I would say to any young person that, yeah, we're as technologically d- driven as any other, any other company.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What are some cool experiences you have so far uh, working at Exxon?
1: Um, well, I think I mentioned it at the, the onset, just the, yes. the travel. Yes, um, sir. I mean, I've been to last count. I keep a list <laughs> <laughs> in my phone of all the, the countries I've been to last count. I'm up to 54 wow. countries. So again, some of that's personal, but a fair amount of it is uh, just from traveling for work. So I would just say the, the travel aspect. I mean, if, if I didn't work for a company such as this, there's no way that I'd, I would have gone to that many countries and met, you know, people from different cultures, different wow. walks of life, uh, people that speak different different languages. So I, I would say that's both personally and professionally, that's probably been the, the richest thing that uh, I've obtained from, from working here. It's just that that experience of uh truly being a global citizen, you know, I feel like I'm I'm a global citizen. Yes sir.
0: Yeah. Yes sir. I know when you were traveling when you were younger you tell that you you had too much travel. You didn't know you had more to go, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes
1: sir. I know. It's kind of like having, you know, somebody that likes chocolate cake. You know, yeah. after eating a whole lot of chocolate cake, it's like, eh it's chocolate cake. You yeah. know, it's not maybe as good anymore. So I still, you know, like to travel, but um like anything when you do it so much mm-hmm. it almost becomes rope. but still what I try to do is to you know when I am in a place even though it's, it's for business I try to soak up as much uh, culture as I can uh, yes, sir. you know where possible you know, if it's, it's safe I'll go out and walk around and just experience some of the local local culture and I encourage you know my coworkers that are traveling too to do that don't just you know stay in the hotel in the conference room if you can yes, yeah sir. go out and experience uh, where you are because chances are you you may never go back to that place.
0: Yes, sir. The best thing uh, about uh, all this is that you are able to continue your uh, family, your family grow exponentially, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say your grandfather did not have an education, Mm -hmm. did not get a degree, your father had a degree, right? Mm -hmm. You had a degree, but you went a little bit step more. Mm -hmm. uh, And the goal is to keep answering that in your kids and and, and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and you came a long way. Coming from where you came from to today is mm-hmm. kind of amazing. And it's no doubt that you have faced so many challenges in between so many struggles, sometimes mm-hmm. thinking, should you keep going? Right. What motivates you to keep waking up every day and chase your dream? Mm.
1: Hunger. Yeah, You've got to be hungry, yes, right? Sir. So I think what kept me going when I was younger and what keeps me going now is just the, the hunger, the quest for something new. Yes. Sir. And again. One good thing about working for you know, ExxonMobil is that you're, you're always working on something new. Uh, yes, it's never rote. So that feeds into just my, my personality. So again, when I was younger and now that I'm, I'm older, just, I still have that, that curiosity, that hunger. Mm-hmm. So that's what keeps me, uh, keeps me going and, and keeps me looking forward to each new day.
0: Yes, sir. Did did you take that uh, skill set uh, growing up when you were growing up? Where did you get that from?
1: Um, you know, it's a good question. Probably, I, I was always curious. I always wanted to. I wanted to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're you're younger, like, it's like the clock never moves, right? Yes, Time can't go, you know, fast enough. Yes, of course, it's different now. Time it goes a little too fast, but, um, you know, just wanting to get out there and be and be grown. I wanted to, to be grown and be out there. Yes, so I, you know, maybe that's what motivated me to do well in school and to just do what I had to do to get out there and, and get living. So yes. I've just always been like that.
0: Yes, sir. Yeah. That's amazing. We, growing up, you only spoke English, right?
1: Yeah, English and then, you know, French, so my, on my French. mother's side of the family, uh, French uh, background, Canadian and, and French Caribbean, so speak a bit of franglais. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. did you, uh, so with all the traveling that you have done, did you pick up any new languages?
1: Um, you know, early on I was in, in global marketing, mm-hmm. and so, you know, being fairly decent in, in French, I was able to speak Spanish and mm-hmm. Portuguese and... You know, early on, not as many, when you travel the world, not as many people were proficient in English. Yeah. So I really got a chance to kind of practice, and in some cases, I was forced <laughs> to speak to learn. other languages. But now what I find, I mean, the world is, is, is fairly English, English literate, and I think a lot of it is attributed to the Internet. Yeah, so I, I, it's amazing how, no matter where you go in the world, everybody seems to have a fairly rudimentary knowledge of, of English. So. I would say early on, way back, Mm -hmm. it it did help. Uh, And it was a a gift. It's still a a gift to speak other languages, but um, the English language now is so pervasive around the world that it's it's not um, as big as a a tool in your tube belt for uh, an English speaker as maybe it once was.
0: Yes, sir. That's amazing. Do you have any advice for that younger you uh, who do not really believe that this kind of work, kind of life, mm-hmm. exists for for him. What 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 advice do you have for him? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think
1: a lot of kids they they want to be, you know, uh, an international celebrity, you know, mm-hmm. rapper, world class athlete, and you know, statistically, you, you're more likely to win the lottery than to be a world class athlete yes, or yeah. an international celebrity. Uh, your chances of, of being a, a business person, an engineer, you know. Having a career of, in any of the STEM mm-hmm. um, um, areas is far greater. Yes, sir. So I would just advise young people to you know refocus, yes, and sir. if that's something that you really want to do, reach out. Um, there are organizations out there like NSBE, uh for engineers. Um, there's the Urban League. There's Junior Achievement. So say get out there and, and meet people. Yes, sir. Um, pick out one mm-hmm. or two people uh, that are doing the job that you aspire to, and develop a mentor-protege relationship with them yes, and sir. really expand out that, that network. I think that's the best thing that a young person can do.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is there anything else you would like my audience to know?
1: Uh, no, I just, I just I think this, this venue is a, is a good one. And I think you know, getting the word out and, and, and interviewing people and, and sharing uh, experiences of people that have, quote, made it yes, will really help to uh, encourage uh, young people.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you so much for giving us your time. Great. Thank mm-hmm. you, Mamadou. Yes, yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mamba Inspire You Can Do It to podcast. We have another special guest next episode. Make sure you subscribe to our channel to stay up to date. Our YouTube channel. We have a Twitter and Instagram for updates. Look up Mamba Inspire. Peace.